Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Well, I think today we're going to do a coronavirus update. Now, I know we've been getting a lot of those lately, and, you know, I I don't want it to overtake our show, but definitely when a prepping event comes into play, I mean, hey, this is why we're here, right? This is uh, something that we all been kind of planning on and doing and things that, you know, we look into. So basically, there's a lot of different stories coming out around the world, and there's a lot of states that have already uh, like shut down, like complete quarantine. And uh, there's a lot of states in some kind of weird mid-stages of quarantine and things like that. And I kind of, you know, just wanted to check in with everybody and see. I did post a couple of posts and concerns that I had. Um, one of them was, you know, first I kind of asked you guys, like took a poll of, who actually knows somebody who has, you know, coronavirus or at least the symptoms of coronavirus, you know, be it the cough, the fever and the the constant headaches or something. Um, mm-hmm. It actually said that the cough was the primary symptom, then, then the fever, then the, the uh, headaches were like the lesser of the, you know, the bunch of, of symptoms. So it kind of varies. But anyway, I put out this poll 
And it seemed like, I think it really varies by what region you're in and where you're at. Because we had about, I'd say about 70% didn't know a single person and didn't, uh, you know, didn't know anything going on as far as people and things they've actually seen firsthand, just maybe stories they've heard. And nobody even really, you know, of that group of 70%, they weren't even like, oh, but my sister in California or whatever, you know, wasn't that tragic um, at the moment. Now, things are obviously escalating. Now, there was about 30%, and here's the weird thing. So of the 30%, they seem to come with big, like, you know, I know 10 people, or I know, you know, this guy who knows these five people with, you know, the symptoms and, and my neighbor across the street and the guy down the road. And it's just like pretty dramatic. So I think when it hits, it seems like it is a real thing. And, you know, it, it does seem to sweep through pretty quickly once it's in your area. Right. Now, well, I, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff, you know, saying that most in, in the majority of the United States, it's not going to peak for a couple of weeks to even a couple of months. So we're really just ramping up in the United States. And maybe that's hype. I don't want to be the guy spreading fear. But, I mean, if if you're listening to this show about prepping and you've, you know, saved up a couple of weeks of food and things like that. shouldn't be fear, right? Shouldn't be fear, but you, you might want to keep your eyes open for any supplies that you're going to run short of, whether it's toothpaste or soap, you know, there are going to be things that, you know, we had the shortage on toilet paper. And I think that's going to be over in a couple of weeks. They were kind of ramp, ramping up toilet yeah. paper production in the U.S. Yeah. I've been Woo, keeping an eye thank on Thank God. It. Thank God. So, yeah. so most of uh, the companies are have already done 20% more toilet paper this month than they did last paper month as far as production goes. Wow. So. At least in the U.S., we actually the toilet paper is one of the few things we actually make here in the U.S. anymore. So, and that's you know, hey, you know, you got to have your priorities, and that that's, that's what right. I say. You know, something to go. All right. So the next post I dropped, and and maybe this warrants a little bit of discussion, is so when you're not going and dealing with your day to day colleagues, you know, maybe you're a college student. Maybe you work somewhere, you whatever. When you go in and socialize and talk to the people, maybe it's the people at the Boy Scout meetings or maybe it's the 4-H or, or, you know, just your regular job. Or when you go to your college class, you talk to people. When you get isolated and are told to stay home and don't go and like your work shuts down, you know, a lot of states right now have bars and restaurants not being open although they seem to be pulling off some kind of drive-through situation that I feel like is keeping a lot of people still employed. Um, whereas some other states are, you know, tighter shut down. Um, right. I know, you know, California and Pennsylvania said they were doing a complete shutdown. Um, how are you doing up in New York? What do you guys do there? Uh, they, they pretty much shut everything down. Everything's, Everything's closed. All the main, uh, main businesses are closed aside of convenience stores, um, uh, grocery stores, basically the priorities. You know, the beer and liquor store still open. That's nice priority, you know. 
I, I went I'll out. Tell you what, man. Yes, I'll tell you what, if I have to sit at home all day with no beer or no whiskey, things are gonna yes. get bad quick. Yes, yes. No, I definitely went and bought three bottles of Southern Comfort yesterday. So you yep. know, things are looking up. Mm-hmm. And uh, some kind of apple pie moonshine or something, you know. <laughs> that stuff is terrible, man. I can't, I can't handle that. Uh, that it tastes moonshine. like uh, fire fireballs. Uh that, that was yeah. my my experience. Um. So anyway, but yeah, so sorry to get uh not to get sidetracked. Yeah, we were. Uh, I'm still working because I have, you know, quote unquote, a uh, necessary you know necessary job now but that's uh, where I, yeah the where I was is, is telecommunicating and a lot of people are starting to do that now so yes. if you can get your company to do that and you're out of work you know do that and you know they can't do a drug or alcohol test while you're telecommuting that's true very true i'm just saying if you wanted to be drinking on the job i don't know <laughs> Now maybe you're the nine one one dispatcher. Maybe that's yeah, maybe not that's, the best. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe that's not the the guy that should be drinking. Right, but you know somebody else. You know if you're me, if you're like, hey, you know you're calling Walmart customer service. Let me help you. And you're like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. How about you? You know mm-hmm. that's that's hey, to each his own, right? Um, that's right. That's right. So actually, where I was going with this is so the post. What what I was looking for is, what do you guys think? If you're not having your day-to-day face talking about and you're not hearing what's going on in your community and all that you're exposed to is just what you see on social media and stuff, how easy would it be for people to manipulate what's actually going on? And then I would say, let's take it to the next step and – Go one further and say, what happens if your internet shuts down? Would you chalk it up to, oh, somebody didn't go to work because they have coronavirus? And, you know, maybe it's just my area. I don't know that all of America just started falling apart or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you stay in communication and kind of, uh, you know, still stay in touch with the world when you don't have social interaction? I mean, even if you're like, well, I talked to my three neighbors but that's still a very closed, right. you know, view of the world. Reversed, and it's still, yeah, you, you know, it's like playing telephone with this sort of stuff. What if, uh, you know, what are the, what are the news sources you, uh, you go to, you know, do you have and, multiple areas where you can get it from? Right. And that's the thing. If it's not, you know, if the internet goes down, what happens, you know, I mean, how do you, and do you panic or are you just like, well, it's just mine. You know, yeah. you don't know because you don't have that further out. So that might be some incentive, some kind of push for you to get into maybe ham radio, CBs, that kind of stuff, right? Stuff right. where you, you can have H, HF uh, long distance stuff or, you know, like that. So something to consider, something maybe to add to your preps and realize, you know, if you were getting the real story from people, you could have a better picture. Now, obviously you could get the survival and basic badass podcast and we'd keep you up to date on everything. So if things did go down, I guess you can't really email me and, uh, and I send you an episode. I'll tell you what, I wonder if I could text. I don't think that would work. 
text you a, a, a copy of the, the podcast, I feel like the internet would still be required in sending out this information. We're going right. to have to try that out. I know that I can send like one minute segments. Maybe we'll have the like one minute update, you know, <laughs> to uh, survival. The update yeah, it seems survival. like it might be easier to, to risk going out into the world and buying it, finding a newspaper. Then but, getting uh, your information from Chuck. If the internet goes down. Right. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, you know, keeping our options open. That's, that's what I got. We'll Um, we'll have to go back to send it out a newsletter. Now, what if we did the podcast over ham radio or whatever, huh? Is that, that's maybe the answer. Maybe we could say, yeah, maybe we could set up a, you know, a between this time and that time weekly uh, ham radio broadcast. uh, broadcast of, I saw that. I think I might have to clean up my potty mouth if we're broadcasting, though. No, no, no. Shame on you for even thinking that way. No, no censoring. We'd have to do like uh, what was pump up the volume with Christian Slater. Remember that old movie where he did the pirate radio station? Yeah. Yes, that was the dream right there. Mm -hmm. That guy's a rock star, right? Yeah, we can prank call our congressman. Whatever happened to Christian Slater? Is he just like old and washed up, or is he still? Yeah, I like... think he went bald. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not of us. Not all of us can stay beautiful, you know. No, no. Just yeah. you and me. Yeah, just you and me. Yeah. That that sounds right. All right. So moving right along, I did see people are posting, um, like letters they're getting, and and some people even had like a uh, car badge or something they could like hang from their windshield you know, depending Mm -hmm. what state you're in, where they have a letter that says like, this person is an emergency responder because they work for Cox Cable. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I feel like our infrastructure cops and and all that should be able to function in hospitals without the internet. I I know everyone uses the internet, but I feel like the government and emergency situation stuff shouldn't shut down because cable TV and internet go out. Right. I I feel like that's not really an emergency. I feel like you're cutting down on the people out in the world, but you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I still want to see friends. You know, that was a TV show back a hundred years ago. For those of you that didn't, I I don't know. What do they want? Are they gone? The mass. I don't know. I, I hope it's not the Big Bang Theory. I saw that one time, and that yeah. it was the worst twenty minutes of my life. <laughs> I don't know. We're bad. Um, so, just I, I think a lot. It, it's just really a time to reflect and see all your stores and and you know check on things, see on your inventory. You're realizing where you fall short. Um, a big thing for me is, and and that's part of I was worried about moving was because you kind of lose all that stuff in the transition. Um, all my long-term food storage is still safe and moved with me and, and is in good condition. But I had kind of like, think of like a, an extra pantry than mm-hmm. your normal person. I mean, this was like loaded shelves that I kept in a utility room I had. But, you know, I'd mm-hmm. have like 10 boxes of pasta. And these were the kind of things that aren't going to last five years or more, but they'll probably last two that you kind of work through in Mm -hmm. your prepper rotation and day to day. 
we actually, right before we moved, kind of used up a lot of that. And a lot of that didn't get replaced as quickly because in my mind, I'm like, well, we have, you know, the long-term food storage, so whatever. And, but that stuff's pretty expensive and I hate to burn through that when I could have bought a bunch of, you know, $150 at Sam's Club goes a long way on, you know, on, on perishable food, I guess is Mm -hmm. where I'm going with that. Um, So that's something to consider just, you know, that supplies get weak. Um, you know, your toilet paper, maybe your toilet paper, uh, stuff had slipped for a little bit. Maybe, you know, a mouse got in it or something, you know, these are the kind of things that as a prepper, you're like, Hey, you know, it really could happen. The one thing I will say is now that cheaper than dirt's like trying to sell bullets for like $3 a piece for AR bullets. I haven't looked this morning. I don't know where they're at, but I'm glad I'm not in a position because I mean, right now. I'm kind of comfortable where I can still shoot target ammo and not even care that I'm wasting it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas some people are like desperate to get anything Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh my God, bullets, bullets, they're all sold out. Now I actually was going to purchase a deer rifle and now I'm kind of holding off because I hear that there's big lines on the next system, which is the background check. Mm-hmm. that you know they call or run through the internet when uh you know when you go to buy a gun i hear there's like a big wait like oh there's 900 people ahead of you in line mm-hmm. and yep. so that kind of put the damper on it not necessarily that the prices have changed i just feel like i can't go pick it up you know so that that kind of you know hurt me a little bit in my mind you know where but you never know um I, I do well, know I can I have some black rifles if things come into that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that I uh, I uh, found were were helpful is I had to do some uh, clean out, clean out my my kitchen, clean out my uh, my my uh, cupboards, and just go through everything. And I honestly found a lot of stuff that I had stashed that I was about to run out of. I found an extra tube of toothpaste, and I was low on that. You know, a lot of the stuff, you know, when you do this all the time, sometimes things get a little disorganized and piled up, you know. I thought yeah. I was going to have to go out and get another thermometer, but I dug through my medicine cabinet and, you know, organized it, found it in there. So, right. it's uh, you know, this is might be a good time. You're home all day. Might be a good time to kind of purge all the stuff that's, that's trash, you know, empty cardboard yes. boxes that you have in your medicine cabinet that used to have something in it and, you got one little tab left of NyQuil and you've got little, you know, the entire box in there. Go through yeah. and see what you got and kind of take stock because you'll you'll have a better idea of what you might be needing in the near future. And, you know, you, you can keep your eyes open for it, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, my experience, uh, like our grocery stores were kind of wiped out right away, but things seem to be getting back to, you know, stocked again. Cause more people kind of grabbed what they needed in their emergency panic buy. And then yep. now, you know, the shelves are starting to come back a little bit. Things are working out, but you know, I don't know. It really depends where you are. A lot of you guys might live in areas that are kind of people are panicking and things are getting crazy. You know, I think where I am, I'm a couple of weeks behind, you know, everybody else. So I get kind of a different uh, view of things. Also, I right. live pretty far out in the country, you know, I, I was just laughing because it's about four miles to go into town 
and going into town is a blinking yellow light. And uh, we have a hardware store that's also an auto parts store. Uh, and by auto parts store, think about as much auto parts as Lowe's sells. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it says something. And then, uh, and then I have a post office and I have a town hall that's open on Tuesdays. Right. Nice. That's the right amount of government right there. That's, you know, I did good, right? Yeah. We're open on Tuesdays for two hours, you know? Yeah. Now I'm, I'm a a strong uh, proponent of, of you, you know, utilizing your town government. And also I'm a huge advocate of not paying taxes. So that seems like the perfect mix for me right there. Yeah. All right. That seems fair. Although, and like the other day I I go through town, I I haven't figured out somehow. I don't know how fast you have to drive in the state that I live in to get Mm -hmm. a ticket, but Mm -hmm. I know that it's very common to be on. Well, one, none of the roads seem to have speed limit signs. So I assume it's 55. Don't really know. Um, but I know I keep going by cops at like 75 and they're just like, Hey, how's it going? Wave. Bye. Mm-hmm. And then I drive through town and it's like 35 mile an hour up to our blinking light. And like it turns 35, like a mile before you hit the light. Uh-huh. And so there's really nothing like, Oh, you just passed the hardware store. You should slow down. And then, uh, so I roll by there going like, 65 in the 35 and i see the sheriff and he throws me a wave hey good to see you and i'm like all right i guess things are good here i don't know i'm I'm still getting used to this uh different lifestyle now um i've seen a lot of uh a lot of um shortages on soap so i just Mm -hmm. want to throw out some uh some ideas for any of you guys that might be running low on soap and you know can't seem to find it Watch um, Fight Club. Yeah, there you go. Make your own soap. Uh, usually you can find bar soap. And I, I know a lot of you guys are married and have wives that want the hand, like the fancy scented pump soap. Yeah. And you might have to you might have to suck it up. You know, sorry. You might have to suck it up, but you can use bar soap. And it's not a that's not the end of the world. If you can't find bar soap and you can't find, you know, regular hand pump soap. You can sanitize your hands with like a uh, uh, rubbing alcohol, you okay. know, rinse it off with water when you're done. Might dry your hands out a little bit. Don't be, you know, my recommendation on, on that is to don't be a bitch. Um, you can uh, make bleach go a long way. You know, a gallon yeah. of water and a half a cup of, of bleach, you can disinfect half your house. Yes. You know, and, and keeping your the hard surfaces wiped down is probably not a bad idea at this situation, especially if you, my wife is, uh, is, um, went through breast cancer last year and Mm -hmm. she's still got a lowered immune system because of that. Right. So it's really something I'm not trying to bring home. So keeping your hands clean, keeping surfaces clean, wipe your doorknobs down, you know, that sort of stuff go a long way and just kind of, kind of keeping the, uh, the pandemic outside your front door. That, I think, I mean, it's just good advice. I mean, I am a little extra hand-washing. Um, when I, I walk in and out of work, they have hand sanitizer right there, you know, on the wall on a dispenser that I'm uh-huh. happy to, you know, 
squirt out a little new hand sanitizer every day in and every day out before I go home to my family. I yeah. think about any time I, t- I go spend money, you know, I always kind of try and work it out so that I don't get change or whatever. I mean, now right. is probably the time to actually use your check card or something so that right. you know, you're not dealing with dirty Just cash. Remember, that- every dirty fucker that comes through there is pressing those same buttons <laughs> that you are on that on that machine. Right. So just keep your mind, you know, just think yeah. about that. When, when um, you're out doing transactions, hitting the hand sanitizer, I know everyone's like, there is no hand sanitizer. I don't know. Luckily, one of my kids hasn't cleaned their bedroom in like five years. Yep. So because of that, they get all these like little scented hand sanitizer things for gifts. Uh-huh. It, it turns out Perfect. like any, any item you move in there, you find See, another jar of hand sanitizer. Clean up your goddamn mess in your house. You got the time to do it. You're going to find all sorts of gems in there. Um, I was right, actually. recommendation. We have a lot of guys that are like, I don't know, between 17 and 25 that live on their own and are disgusting pigs like I am. Yes. That and they don't have a wife to clean up after them? Oh, oh, that's different. So now it's this is your time, buddy. This is your time to get your all time your time to shine. Yep. Yeah. Clean your shit. Right. I mean, I used to when I was in day to day in people's houses and stuff, like around flu season or something, I just always made sure that I had a, a thing of hand sanitizer in the back, you know, one of the pumps or whatever. And it got to the point where, you know, I'm refilling it, but I only think of it when I'm out on the road, you know, I'm like, Oh, I didn't. And so the little jar of hand sanitizer would be like five bucks or whatever, you know, instead of a dollar 99 or whatever it was at the grocery store before the apocalypse, you know, Mm -hmm. then I was like, wait, I can go to Sam's club and buy like the gallon jug with the squirt and Mm -hmm. refill it myself. Right. And, you know, and then I started doing that. You really should have that kind of thing. Now, I didn't um, actually have that anymore after the move. I don't know what happened to it, if we burned through it or what. But, I mean, I still have more than plenty. And like I said, at my work site, and really you should be kind of trying to practice social distancing, you know? Why expose your family to that kind of risk, you know, of going out? Go out for what you need, but don't go out for what you don't. You know, that's the, you know, choose your priorities. Um you know, one of my uh, relatives is a uh, postal worker, and they're right. they're posting that uh, twenty four hours on paper is uh, what what COVID nineteen is supposed to you know be contagious. That, that is what max. they're yeah what they're telling postal workers. I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, you should only trust the CDC because they know, and yet their opinions seem to change every two weeks on. What's Mm -hmm. contagious, what's not, what you should be afraid of. The one that I keep finding amusing is face masks won't do anything for you. Well, no, for the average citizen, it says. They're not going to help you in any way. Then if you have face masks and you've been hoarding them, you need to turn those over to emergency professionals. Because exactly. they need to wear them to deal with the COVID-19 patients. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, they need to wear them to not catch the virus, but I don't need to wear it because it won't help me? Right. I'm not sure how that works. I haven't been able to wrap my mind around that. <laughs> at, first, right. at first, I was like, well, maybe they need them at the hospitals 
to work on other patients who are sick and have different diseases that you catch by not wearing a mask. But then I keep seeing things with pictures of, you know, the the EMT showing up at the house to take out the COVID-19 victims. And they're like, right. look, this guy doesn't even have a mask to wear. What can uh, he right. do? And I'm like, seriously, wait a minute. You, know, you guys are getting out of hand, you know? Yeah. And now I know a lot of you guys might uh, might not think about it, but those dust masks that you can wear, yeah. you know, just the basic ones that you might have in a toolbox or sitting yeah. sitting around in a bag somewhere. You know, if you put those on, you pinch the, the nose thing shut and you're just out in public, that's just as good as wearing one of those uh, one of those medical face masks. That's not let me not rephrase that. It's not just as good, but it's better than better than nothing. If you have to be around people that are coughing. Now, what I do is I go out, I wear a full on ski mask, you know, with the two uh-huh. holes for the eye and the little cut out. Right. And, and then I right. just throw it in the washing machine. Sure. Yeah, I get well, I just, little strange looks when I'm out at the grocery store. It yeah, might I be because I'm carrying a gun on my hip too. Yeah. No, I was out at the bank the other day and a guy came in in a ski mask and I was like, oh shit. But it turns out they're just there to rob it. So I was like, oh, Whoa. it wasn't <laughs> COVID-19. Yeah, right. You were like, he might be infected. And then no, right. no, you're nope. safe. We're all right. So that's, you know, to each his own, right? I don't know. I mean, I know we're making light of it. And as some people, uh, if it's affected your community, it is kind of a serious thing. Um, a lot of younger people, you know, it's not such a big thing, but the idea is that you can carry it and bring it to other people, help, you know, spread the disease. And, you know, it does seem to hit, you know, older people pretty hard and they just can't handle the lung, you know, infections and that kind of thing that come right. with it. Um, and keep your so, phlegmy fingers to yourself. Nobody, yes, nobody needs to you know, deal with that. If you're washing your hands, you'd be all right, you know? Right, and, right. You know, I, I do see people sharing on, on Facebook and stuff about, you know, if you were the big prepper and stuff, sh- helping out your neighbors, you know, those who who uh, shouldn't be going out. You know, if you can mm-hmm. drop off some supplies or just even check in, hey, what do you guys need? You know, maybe you yeah, can help I them out. Did a, I did some uh, trading with a neighbor. I mean, it's not it's not awful. I've got toilet paper and I've got Wait. soap. You live in and, New York. I, Do you have to report this to the government? Do you have to pay them, send them some you're tax? Supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to pay a tax on anything that you okay. you get from uh, trading or bartering. But, right. uh, you know, we'll see if they see that check. Maybe an extra 15 cents this year. We'll see what happens. But, um, but you know, I had, uh, I had all sorts of pasta. And my daughter loves fettuccine Alfredo. Yes. What I, what I didn't have was fettuccine. So I had... You know, spaghetti Alfredo, rigatoni Alfredo. It's just not right. It's just not the same. So I traded my neighbor a couple rolls of toilet paper and a, a container of the, the pump hand soap and got some feta. And she brought fettuccine over. So nice. Nice. Now we're all That's, set. You know, hey, well, all I know is I can eat mac and cheese and uh, tuna fish for a while. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty. You know, I see these stupid ass posts where you know, somebody will post, Hey, the government should uh, go door to door and anybody who has more than two weeks of food, they should just take it. And, uh, and you know what, if you're somebody who's listening to this podcast, you've been preparing for a long time. You have stuff. You didn't have to run out and buy two weeks of food. Cause you have two weeks of food. 
I'm not saying I didn't buy one or two extra bulk items that I'm like, Ooh, that's a good time to, you know, right. make sure I have that and make their sure things are stocked up. But I didn't have to go in and wipe out a store. I didn't buy right. any more than a normal grocery run. I just picked stuff that would, you know, stretch the budget a little bit longer and go a little further. And that's my point. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you guys aren't the problem. You guys already had the majority of your supplies in place. You guys had the toilet paper on your shelf. I didn't mm-hmm. go buy more toilet paper. I didn't have to. I'm like, yeah. whatever. Problem yeah. solved. Same here. You know? Same here. And the same Scoop thing with food. Right you know, uh, I've seen really disappearing a lot uh, flour and sugar. Which blows my mind because how many people really at home are making using flour and sugar every day in their day to day cooking? Not yes. many, unless your hobby is baking. Not many people are using going through that stuff. I yeah, don't think a, half the people in this one. country know what to do with flour if they had it. I wouldn't you know? know. I'll tell you what you um, can do though. You might not be able to find flour, but you can find brownie mix. Yes, that's, that's just as good. You know. Oh. And so I don't know if you guys remember, but a while back I was big on, uh, you know, I was like, don't worry, I'm going through the apocalypse with brownies. And mm-hmm. I had a bunch of, uh, from my Patriot supply, a bunch of brownie mix. And I was like, I'm golden. You guys, the end of the world's going to suck me. I'm eating brownies, you know? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of you guys wrote to me and we're like, we went on their website and they don't have any, and I don't know what to do. I want brownies too. I understand. I feel your pain. All right. First of all, let's just, make that clear nobody wants to go through the apocalypse without brownies so that's mm-hmm. i get that i feel you um so they're shoving all the prepper stuff in my face lately on uh, amazon i don't know why i assume because everyone's scared and panic buying but the stuff's way marked up but uh yeah. anyway this is that. not the time to buy your long-term bulk supply no nope. this is nope. not it you know MRE's you can miss it like a couple more times. months yeah. yeah, make it if you can survive a couple months. Don't buy anything like that now. Yeah, one of the guys I work with uh, is he likes to stand out. He likes to have his own thinking. We'll say that, and okay. he uh, he uh, brings an MRE for lunch every day. Not what I would do. I don't think they're mm-hmm. that tasty. I feel like I could spend my six dollars or whatever on. Yeah, they meal. taste like that, like shit, and. And I mean, honestly, you might be, maybe he just has a shortage of, of toilet paper. Right. You know, but they will keep you from shit and you won't shit for a fucking month. Keep you from shit. And they come with their own little packet of toilet mm-hmm. paper and MRE. Ooh, so right. just something to about think about. That. So anyway, well, my point is, so another coworker comes in, Hey man, where do you get those MREs? How much are they? And we just looked at him and laughed and we're like, yeah, dude, it's too late. You don't mm-hmm. buy MREs now. And he's like, what do yeah. you mean? And we're like, yeah, they're like 300 bucks for, you know, a 12 pack or something. Right. Now, you that know, stupid. Yeah, it, it's not the time to be like, Hey, MREs. That's what I should have bought. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that we're like, dude, that window closed. Just walk yeah, back out. Whatever idea you had, let it go. You know, that, that that's not down. that, that ship's gone. Um, So that's something to, you know, not the time. Anyway, I got distracted. So where I was going is they're shoving all this prepper food stuff in my face. And that Agassin Foods, is that the one that's the Mormons? I oh, think I'm not sure. 
don't know. Anyway, they have like the number 10 can size buckets. They're cardboard or whatever. They're not metal anymore. But And of Agassin Foods, if you search on Amazon, they have brownie mix. So not saying now. I'm saying in a year and a half when these things are, you know, normal again, that's the way to do it. I did hear like Mormons, I think if you're a good practicing Mormon, they actually require their uh, people to have a year supply of food stocked up. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they actually preach some kind of self-reliance. Well, if you're that guy, you're feeling pretty good right now. You know, you're like, yeah. I have a year, you know, whatever you guys, you know, cause you can get your garden growing in a year or you got problems, you know? Right. Um, and whatever. So just something to think about. Uh, again, you know, Agassin has brownie mix. That may be a priority for you. Um, if you're just worried about the next three months, I think Betty Crocker has some brownie mix available. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know Betty or Duncan Hines or I don't know who the hell makes those yeah. packages of things. Uh, I mean, if you go to the dollar crack. store, you can find cake mix and brownie mix. If yeah. You can find that at the grocery store. It's, it's not gone yet. And I'll tell you what, I've been saying this for years. If you're a man and you're listening to this and you've got a, uh, a woman you love in your house, there's a certain time in the month where brownies will save you a lot of headaches. I'm yes. Just, just putting it out there. And they, also they I have to point meat, out. They want their brownies. And if you can get one or it. the other, man, it's going to save save you a lot of hassle. Exactly. And if you're a man and you didn't know that there's a certain time of the month that women need extra supplies mm-hmm. and you did not purchase those supplies, you might right. want to get on it. I don't think the rest of the world is caught on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, right. now I mentioned to my wife, the, uh, the menstrual cup, you know what that is? Have you heard of this? I've already secured some. We're good. All right. So I mentioned that to her and she told me to fuck right off with that. <laughs> yeah. They don't <laughs> like when you bring that up. That's one that no. you just buy a couple discreetly, put it away with the rest yeah. of the store. You just, and you just, yeah, you just let her do her. And that's, uh, that's one of those with her friends. You know, said sure it. She could, she could do some trading with her friends and figure out. I'm not going to go talk to a guy at work and be like, "Hey, do you have any extra pads at your house?" My wife is looking. Nah, that ain't me. That's no. uh, that's her job to secure that. That. Yeah, that, that's one things. of those preps where they're like, "Set it and forget it." Where mm-hmm. you get and you just put away and problem solved. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear or think about it again. And I got you. So. <laughs> I don't know. We just had the update. We wanted, you know, you guys to know that, you know, I actually, I don't want to spread uh, vicious rumors and I haven't gotten really the facts. So uh, these become rumors and I hate to do it, but the sister-in-law is in Florida and said that while she was in Walmart shopping, the national guard came and shut it down. Mm-hmm. And that to me is shocking. I, I don't know. Like I understand the government saying, Hey, you know, starting tomorrow at five o'clock, Walmart's over, but I don't see the come in and shut it down. So I haven't gotten in touch with her to really drill her down on the uh, details. What I am curious, I sent this to the wife and and she looked at me like Mm -hmm. I was crazy. And I'm like, no, you're crazy. But so the idea is why are they moving tanks all around? 
Why, if you want what martial law, you use a tag for? do you need a tag? Right. I'm like, and my wife's like, well, it scares people. And I'm like, yeah, but so does a machine gun on a Hummer where I know you can shoot like a hundred rounds a second and mow me down. That right. scares me pretty good. Or mini guns on Blackhawks that you could just roll in. And if I'm hiding in the forest, you can just cut the forest down in front of me right. to shoot me it, with with a mini gun. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? I'm like, belt fed weapons. You don't need a tank when you're right. like trying to do crowd control. Uh-huh. You know, you're not like, exactly. hey, we need the five incher over here. You know, bring it in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. But what she's like, no, it scares people. I'm like, belt fed weapons scare me if I'm in an unarmed populace. You know? Yeah. And why the fuck are you trying to scare people? Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, oh, that's normal. And I'm like, uh. And then somebody else uh posted some kind of nonsense about it. it was like, uh, how will we communicate if there's not the internet? And I was like, it's easy. I'm like, honey, can you get me a beer? And she does yeah. it. Like, it, it's like that. It's not. No, no, that's wrong. No, I mean, hey, listen, listen, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You make her brownies while she gets you a beer. There you go. Now I'm learning. Get, right. Marriage is give and take, you know? Give and take. That's right. I don't know. I'm sure I'm in trouble somehow. So I know that Phil is going to have a, uh, a little message for us at the end. I think he sent us something. I actually haven't checked and listened, so maybe we'll be in trouble. But he would be our British friend and, and give you a little uh, British uh, COVID-19 update. And now, Have you heard yeah. anything from uh, Hamish lately? I have not. Is, is Australia underwater or where are we at? I know they were all on fire. And then well, they were like, now we're all flooding. Me about it. Here's what frightens me about it. I thought there were like six. He lives in Tasmania. I thought there were like six people in Tasmania. It was like no. Hamish, one of his right. friends, and then like four other dudes out there. Right. But they have twenty-two cases in Tasmania. That might be Ooh. everybody there. I don't even. I don't even know. Twenty-two cases in Tasmania. So I'm trying to. I hope he's. Uh, I hope he's doing all right out there. Well, Hamish, maybe send in a uh, an update on the. Prepping badass group, let us know you're still alive. Maybe they mm-hmm. shut off the internet to the outback. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what's up? Who knows what's up? But uh, you know, you guys need to be taking care and uh looking out for things, wash your hands, really do try and and you know, not go out. Uh social distancing is probably not a bad idea just to protect the people you care about. Plus, if your job's gonna give you two weeks off, you don't want to be sick for that two weeks. That would suck. Right, right. And the um, truth is, the amount of time I'm going out there, I wouldn't be shocked. The amount of time I spend out in public just because I have to, I wouldn't be shocked if I right. end up getting it, you know? I'm not interested Damn in... Damn first in, responders. They said, they said the mild cases, and, you know, most, most of them are mild cases, but a mild case means in bed for two weeks. That's, yeah, that's not, not mild. That's not fun. You could use these two weeks to be working on your truck, clearing a field... Um, right. you know, all kinds Spring of time is coming, so, man. We got to do something every, fun all with the it. Got a, got a lot of work to do. You know, you got to be out there moving it, taking care of business. Get this that shit in the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. People's reaction to the truth.
comes in three phases. It's dismissed and laughed about. Stupid little memes posted. And it's violently opposed. People get angry. Why is this happening? And then it becomes self-evident. Now, if you're in stage one or stage two of the truth, wake up and smell the Lysol. Do your bit. Protect your family. Be prepared. This was your daily COVID-19 update. Goodbye. It's just the flu. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western a mule there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv brave anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv i'm will cooper host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.